0: Hey everybody, this is Chris McDaniel, the lead pastor at Trinity Anglican, and welcome to our primer on Lent. As many of you are probably aware, uh, Lent begins on Ash Wednesday, which this year actually falls on Valentine's Day, which is hilarious, I guess. Um, On a day where we tend to get all gussied up and think about romance, uh, we're actually going to gather three times here at Trinity in the morning, midday, and then again in the evening to begin what has become in my own spiritual journey a very, very meaningful time of the year. Uh, Lent is essentially the wilderness wandering period that leads us to Easter, and if you think about Easter, Easter is all about resurrection. It's all about life after death. And uh, the gift of Lent is that we experience death before life. Uh, we face our mortality before we celebrate uh, the resurrection, uh, everlasting life. And because of that, I think Lent is increasingly a very countercultural thing for us to observe in the Western church because we tend to want to only think about life. You know, We, we love feasting. We don't love fasting. And so Lent and the wisdom of the church comes to Christians uh, every year. And the wisdom of the church in in instituting Lent is to say this. Before you revel in life, I want you to face your your sin, your frailty, your mortality. So when we gather on Ash Wednesday, we essentially mark everyone who wishes to be marked with an ashen cross. And we tell them that they're going to die. And nobody wants to hear that. (laughs) We spend so much energy avoiding the inevitability of our own mortality and death. Um, I think I read somewhere recently that Americans spend like over half their health care dollars in the last year of life in order to try to delay the inevitable uh, death. So we gather on Ash Wednesday and we say, from dust you came into dust you shall return. Actually, at Trinity, I will put... um, a skull on the lectern during our services throughout the Lenten season um, fear not it's not a real skull it's a patinaed, antique a metal skull that I asked for from for Christmas a couple of years ago and whenever I turn my my head to look at the skull which during the week sits on the windowsill in my study here at Trinity it's an invitation for me to remember my mortality To remember my vulnerability and my weakness. To acknowledge to myself that I'm going to die one day. Lent is an opportunity for you to face your mortality and your vulnerability and your sin. It's an opportunity for us to acknowledge that uh, apart from death and wandering, resurrection doesn't mean as much. Uh, If you think about... The Jews, uh, they wandered in the wilderness. Jesus was in the wilderness for 40 days being tempted by the devil. And so we follow Jesus and we follow the, the Jews into a kind of metaphorical wilderness. And we do it every year. I think that our lives with God have to have a sense of ebb and flow to them. If we're always surging, if we're always conquering, if we're always feasting, and never repenting and slowing down and fasting then our lives become gluttonous and unsustainable lent is a kind of stringent it's a it's a palate cleanser it's an opportunity to step back and to slow down and so what christians do during the season of lent is they typically fast sometimes food sometimes a combination of food and drink sometimes increasingly today, uh, letting go of certain kinds of media maybe as a way to acknowledge um, our dependence upon God. One of the things that I've learned about fasting is that fasting isn't so much like a diet hack or a trick for getting healthy or letting go of something that's unhealthy in your life. I mean, it can be those things in part. But what fasting really does is it reminds me of my vulnerability, my dependence. Like if I'm not eating, I'm aware of how weak I feel. And so sometimes we are invited to step into the season of Lent and to let something go for a season, to trust God with something. And I want to encourage you as we approach the 14th to think about how you're going to participate this Lenten season. And I just want to say, don't be legalistic. Don't don't set the bar so high that you're, you, you lose the plot. Uh, what we need to do in one way or another, whether it's through fasting or some other way of participation, is to set aside these days leading up to Easter to acknowledge our own dependency and our own need for God to face our sin To maybe read our Bibles a little more regularly than we normally do. To repent of our sins more consistently than maybe you would in a different season of the year or in your life. And to pull your belt in just a little bit. To follow Jesus into the wilderness. To follow the Jews into the wilderness. One of the plagues, I think, of our modern age is one of overwhelming abundance we have everything we want everything we need essentially at the tip of our fingers we can get what we want to eat what we want to consume and we can get it in a hurry lent is an opportunity to say no to practice our no it's an opportunity to engage in a little bit of self-denial for the sake of acknowledging our dependence upon the lord For the sake of looking to him to meet our needs rather than all the things that we're tempted to look to you know I don't know if you've ever spent time in the woods but if you have had the opportunity to spend time in the wilderness whether it was on a camping or hiking trip or some other space you realize that things simplify in the woods things get clearer sometimes in the woods Both our vulnerability, our finitude, our smallness, but also our neediness. The fact that we need to eat and drink and sleep and be sustained and nourished. I believe that Lent can be an opportunity for things to become a bit more clear in your life. It's an opportunity also to see our desire hierarchy reordered. An opportunity as we let go of some of the things that we use or consume to satiate or satisfy us to recognize that only god can meet us in ways that are real and meaningful and truly sustaining the lord wants to meet you this lenten season and one of the gifts especially as we hold it here at trinity the the church uh, context that we're in here in atlanta georgia is that we don't do this work by ourselves we don't wander out all alone into a kind of preparation season, but we do it as a community. There's something really beautiful about joining not just with Christians uh, or not just with the Jews as they wandered in the wilderness or just with Jesus symbolically as he wandered in the wilderness, but joining with Christians around you and your neighborhood group and your community who are also pulling their belt in Focusing on their mortality, their vulnerability, naming their sin, doing that together is actually really, really powerful. It puts us on, kind of like puts us on pilgrimage together. You know, certain walks are best done in the context of community. And I believe that the Lenten season is actually engaged most beautifully, most helpfully when we do it within the context of the family of God. So if Trinity is your home church, this is a great opportunity to engage Lent with your neighborhood group or with a group of friends, or in your household. And when we do that, I think something happens in us. The Lord, I believe, wants to soften our hearts. He wants to prepare us for what's coming. Lent is a journey. It's a period of wandering that culminates in Holy Week, where we remember the Last Supper, where we honor and mourn the death of Jesus on Good Friday, where we spend Holy Saturday in stillness and quiet to then wake up on Easter Sunday, the Sunday of all Sundays, the beginning of what is called the great 50 days. Easter is greater than Lent in every regard. But without Lent, Easter is just more of the same, more excess. I want to call you into a season of fasting and repentance. I wanna call you to acknowledge your vulnerability and your mortality. I wanna call you to do that with some other people. If we do it together, I believe that these next days can be transformative for us. They can mark themselves out as a powerful time in our lives, an opportunity for us to be the hands and feet of Jesus to people around us. And so if you were in the Atlanta area, I want to invite you to go to our website atltrinity.org and look at the uh, service offerings for the morning the midday and the evening for february 14th ash wednesday and join us receive the ashen cross then go back to work (laughs) or go back to your neighborhood or go to the ymca it'll be a conversation starter i can guarantee you that people will be like do you know that you've got something on your forehead and you can say yep it's ash wednesday Um, i'm a believer And for some of us, that's actually a really remarkable opportunity to be known as Christian. So maybe there's a step for you there. God bless you. I pray his blessing and his sustaining power to rest on you, giving you wisdom as you navigate how you're going to engage the Lenten season. And I hope to journey with you. We'll see you soon. God bless.